0: Because of the coronavirus epidemic, and to respect social distancing guidelines, this episode of Civil Politics was recorded remotely over Zoom. Good evening, welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow. I'm hosting tonight, and I'm joined by John Roberts and Sue Timberlake, as is our custom. Hello. Hey there. And uh, yeah, we, are, we We got a bunch of things, uh, you know, interesting things that came up in the news that we want to talk about, uh, some of them even positive. So that's a nice change. Crazy. Um And uh, we'd love to hear from our listeners. So uh, if you haven't gotten in touch with us ever before, we'd love to hear from you and see what you think about us, what we do, and what we could do better. Uh, And the best way to do that is to email contact at civilpoliticsradio.com, which is, of course, our own special dedicated website with recordings of episodes of the show and all kinds of good stuff like that. So um, I don't know. This is going to sound a little mean-spirited, but I think the first bit of good news is I, I I was I I, I gotta speaking,
1: say. Speaking of mean spirited, the yeah. person you're
0: gonna talk about is mean spirited. Yeah. yeah, I am. I <laughs> I am reading with great pleasure the obituary of Pat Robertson, uh, a guy who founded the Seven Hundred Club, uh, and a long a loud-mouthed, and sadly influential bigot who did a lot to introduce Christian nationalism to the United States. Um, I, you know, I, my, my condolences to uh, the people who actually loved him and, you know, his family. Uh, but, you know, I'm, How? yeah. Good riddance. Just, just, just a terrible person, a, a, you know, a blight on on public life and discourse in this country.
2: I try not to like, there there's you know like sometimes when people uh when people that people don't like die um there's kind of a kind of a dancing on the grave kind of thing um and i try not to really take part in that for the most part but there's a few people that when they when they go i am not going to be sad whatsoever this is one of these people um Mm -hmm. somehow one of our previous officials that was like really consequential in, in our involvement in Vietnam is still
0: alive. I don't know how, but, um. <laughs> oh man. Did you hear, did you hear about the, that the, the somebody organized a private hundredth uh, birthday celebration party for Henry Kissinger and they did it at the New York public library. Yeah. They even rolled out as, a goddamn red carpet for him.
2: So that place is cursed now. So yeah. um mm-hmm.
0: yeah, he he, he was <laughs> the smartest man in the world
2: and he'd be happy to tell you all about it. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Robertson the I think I think really the the thing that really sums him up and really ties it all up in a bow is directly after the 9/11 attacks. Yeah. He blamed that on lgbt people he blamed it on like sinners and And basically every like liberals everybody that that he didn't like it was like god visited upon the 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 u.s an attack because there were lesbians that exist he's the
1: opposite (laughs) of a religious man he a really horrifying of it. person.
2: Just, is. Yeah.
1: Well, he said that he about said, the hurricanes
2: that uh, they, yeah, they after, hit Florida
1: because, yeah, was, yeah, I, I think it was Florida and and, and it, was
2: it, was it was
0: Katrina. That was that yeah. was it. Yeah. Um, was he, it Katrina. He, he <laughs> also said that uh, if you remember the the that horrifying 2010 earthquake that hit Haiti, you know, and killed like a hundred thousand people, and Pat Robertson said, "Well, you know." Back when uh, they were uh, in revolt, throwing off uh, their enslavement by France, uh, the Haitians made it packed with the devil, and this is this is God taking oh, revenge yeah. on them. And it's like so. In other all words, all the things we've forgotten. Right. So in other words, you you things were on I the side of the people. The, uh, you were on the side of the slavery. Then is that what you're saying, Pat? And you <laughs> know, yeah, <laughs> that is what he was saying. So. Uh, I I I am not in any way going to to mourn his loss. Uh, I just I'm sorry it didn't happen sooner. I hope he likes. I hope he likes uh, hot
2: weather. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Um. On it. Like honestly, though, like he's he. The reason that like I know I wanted to bring this up, not just to like dance on his grave or anything, but like to, because he's
0: one of yeah. the most specific sort kinds of people.
2: He's. I don't think he's a specific kind of person. No, he's a different kind of person. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but um, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't equate him with like Marjorie Taylor Greene or Trump. I would. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uses, I wouldn't say he that he's like. Religion. He's he's, he's yeah, he way is. more religious. Like that. That's uh, a yeah. like Sue said. Yeah, and he's that's religious. A travesty.
1: Yeah, that's a travesty in my mind. I'm not religious, as you guys know, but people that use the Bible and religion to you know do evil things and always say in the name of god as if they speak for god mm-hmm. they make me really worry <laughs> i
2: they don't should. like people that tell me that they speak for god <laughs> that people like anyway. this ruin it for everybody else hmm. it, like christianity in this is again my opinion christianity can be a, a huge force for good It can be a, it builds community. It can have a lasting, positive impression on people's lives. And that is, that has been seen. The problem is that when you have a worldwide organization that has so much power, over oh, so many people Club. like this yeah, yeah the seven. 700 Club and like the, the the silent majority or whatever. you know, I don't think, I don't know if that was him or not, but the, that was Jerry Falwell. Thank you. I, I was trying to remember who that was, but the the main thing is like when you have a, an organization that has so much power, that's going to attract people that covet that power, that want to use that power for themselves, like Pat Robinson you can if you really boil down christianity to what it's supposed to be it's be chill help each other out don't be jerks that's that's what it is Hmm. you know like that's 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 the whole thing like don't be jerks be chill love everybody as as much as you can try to forgive people for 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 their mistakes try to help people you know like that that is what christ was talking about you know um and people like this that that use use that power from like christianity just as a whole for hate is why i don't equate that him with like Bobert, you know, or Trump, or something, because it's much. He's much more insidious. Um. So yeah, like Susan, it bothers me. Like people like this really bother me.
1: They pick on weak weak people too. They pick on people that are in trouble or having trouble and are looking for some solution. And they just—they basically are predators. But my opinion,
2: yeah. But he is the—he is a major, major reason why we have a. A Republican Party that was that used to be just like like uh, the sue, like the Republican Party you talk about small government, fiscal responsibility, um, you know, like personal liberty. You know stuff like that. Yeah,
1: William F. Buckley Jr. would never have had anything to do
2: with the evangelicals. Yeah. And then, I mean, they tried to keep him out of the party. Reagan's the one who brought him in. Exactly, and yeah. and he and Pat Robertson, he brought them for Reagan. Like after he, yeah. he again, former presidential candidate um, Pat Robertson. <laughs>
0: Oh, I forgot that. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he ran in eighty eight. Yep. So he's um, the camel with
1: the nose in the tent. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, but, he, he you know, getting into the tents a lot easier than getting through the eye of that needle, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, like just just to we, we shouldn't spend too much time on this on
2: this, like I can't say it on the air, but um we need we like for for people that have faith and people that have that that really have religion and and you and want to follow religion or are Christians and everything like that like this is it's really sad that this is he is thought of as a major christian leader because he did not follow like what the actual bible said and it's really it's really too bad that he was a force that brought that weird turned around hateful version of religion into the republican party yes hateful it's a good word for it he was hateful he was hateful he had hate in his heart for people and that is that is something that a minister a, a person of god should not have
0: i sure you know uh personally i i kind of think like uh all that hatefulness isn't really uh uh antithetical or alien to to christianity based on its long history but you know i i yeah
2: oh that that's why i said you know like the people that are drawn to organizations like that for power Used it for their own ends, and that's where we have a lot of the the really truly horrible things with Christianity. If you look at the, if you look at the actual like origins, you know, instead of the translate the multiple translations and the multiple, um, like ways of people like that that are interpreting it and everything like that. Like it's just be cool with each other, dude. Like it, like. <laughs> Just help people out, be nice to each other, don't be jerks, you know, and uh and it will be good. That's that is the main thing about Christianity as I understand it. It's the main thing for a lot of religions, honestly. Hmm. Anyway, yeah, that that's a whole other thing that I can get into. But yeah, um <laughs> the,
1: seven, the, the seven major religions and the Baha'i conversation for another day.
2: Yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, so uh, this guy's a jerk. It's it's um, not sad that he's dead. Um, and uh, for the people that are sad that he's dead, I, I hope you have a better day tomorrow.
0: So speaking of uh, people <laughs> who sort of represent a particular view of Christianity and how it should intersect with American politics, um, uh, former Vice President Mike Pence has declared himself a candidate for the presidency. And... <sighs> Had a, did
1: you guys watch the town hall?
0: <laughs> I no. did not. I saw I saw a, a a clip from it that I thought was sort of interesting, which was I, w- uh, I watched the whole thing. He was a robot through the whole thing. It's just I a don't cardboard know. Cardboard out
1: Yeah. Oh man, it's weird to watch him. Like he's not. He's the opposite of authentic. He's very evangelical and religious. I mean, that's yep. true. And he probably is going to bring that part of the party with him and, mm-hmm. and not hateful. I wouldn't say particularly
2: hateful, but boy, is he a robot. No, he's know. hateful. Oh, he's totally hateful. The stuff that he did as governor. Oh, my God. In Indiana. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like he, and, the, he, and the stuff he said on his
0: radio show. Oh, yeah. When he mm-hmm. when he wasn't a poll. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is what got him elected to governor of, of yep. Indiana. Yep. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Mr. Pence. That's well, right. The- he was a rep before that or he something. Called, he caused an AIDS rep? outbreak. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like, we shouldn't <laughs> be funding. He it
1: single-handedly? <laughs> well,
0: he shut down funding for uh, – uh, uh, I forget exactly what it was, but it was a state health, uh, public health uh, initiative that was, uh, you know, combating, uh, you know, HIV infections in the state. And he shut it down. And sure enough, because, you know, it's it's wrong, it's immoral to be encouraging, you know, gay sex and or IV drug use. And uh, yeah, and it weirdly, uh, shutting down public health measures to stop the spread of HIV leads to more spread of HIV. And yeah. So they had a spike in cases.
1: Well, you know, which, in New York you know, City during AIDS, they wouldn't shut down the bathhouses, and that caused a spike because they didn't want to offend the gay population. So it wasn't hateful; it was just that's what they did in New York City. It was. It, it's I, a bit different.
0: It it is a bit different, especially <laughs> um, because some of the people who were saying no, we shouldn't bother to shut it down because that way all the the gay people will infect each other and they'll die, you know. <laughs> yeah, that is a white
1: well. Also, no, there were
2: some the good- people say making that argument though. Also, so, also a very important thing to remember is what Sue you were talking about a situation that happened in the eighties. Nineteen eighties. Mm-hmm. When yeah. it first happened. Yeah. Yeah. Eighty one is when we had our first AIDS case. And
0: yeah. he did this in the within the last like what, ten years? Uh I forget when he was go- he was governor of Indiana. I don't remember. But yeah, I it think was, it was interrupt. just before he was vice president. So yeah, I then think yeah. It, in the past 10 yeah. or 15 years. Yeah.
2: So yeah. people, so this he century. knew how
1: it, how, like what it was. Oh, so he didn't cause the AIDS epidemic because, you know, it was well underway. He, he made it worse.
2: He, he basically, basically he knew how, how it works. He knew what it was. He knew the history of it. And, and there were systems in place to keep, to keep um, the infection rate down. He came in, and because of his views and morality, belief. he shut these yeah, things down. Belief. Yeah, well, his his views, his beliefs. Yes, he shut the thing. She, he shut the program down, and AIDS spiked. the The infection rate spiked. It went up because of his actions. That's what I'm saying, and
0: it it wasn't because he was it. It's he wasn't just, flying it. around spreading AIDS directly. Yeah, he wasn't. He but, didn't. He didn't like give people. But no, he he caused. He he basically he was indifferent to the effects of yes. his his policy decision, which he made based on his religious values. But it was his policy decision that that
2: he made, and that caused the decision that he made caused the infection rate to spike and more people to to get sick. Is well, traceable to him
0: on the on the front of his uh, appearance on C on uh, the town hall on CNN. I did see a clip where uh, he talked about how he thought it would be a huge mistake for the United States uh, for the government to uh, uh, indict Donald Trump on federal charges. And he thought, like yes. that, you know, that is going to yes, undermine our, that our view of the world's view of us as sort of the the shining beacon of liberty and democracy and everything like that. And the interviewer said, "Yeah, but earlier you were talking about the importance of the rule of law. Are you saying yes, that I was just
1: going to say that? Right? Yep. The
0: Justice Department th- honestly thinks that he's committed a crime. They shouldn't file charges. And tr- and and Mr. Pence, uh, basically." Uh, said yes.
1: I don't think they should file charges. Yeah, it was right. weird. <laughs> said,
0: said said no, no, that's not my position at all. But and he then proceeded to explain to outline how that in fact was his position. But yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. So
1: yeah, yeah. It was it was very it was, it was fraught with conflicts. And you know, he said that that Trump should never be president again. And then he said that if he was if he was you know, if he was the Republican um, uh, what do you call it? Candidate. Then he would, he would vote, you know, it was, it was, yeah. it was bad. Yeah. And it was after he'd said that he should never be anybody that doesn't uphold the, con- puts the constitution above himself or ask somebody else to put the constitution, you know, behind Trump and they should never be president again. And then they asked him, would you to be on the debate stage? You have to say you'd support the nominee. Yeah, it was good. They, 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 <laughs> wow. did, a, they did a pretty good job capturing him.
0: And if, so, and if but, he, yeah. he shouldn't be president again, but if he's the nominee, he will have my full support. Like,
1: OK. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cool. It, well, not. A, yeah. yeah. It was it was tough to watch. But he's so robotic. I had forgotten. It's almost like you couldn't watch him. You thought you were watching. Yeah. Have you ever been to Disney World where they have the Hall of the Presidents? Yeah. The mechanical
0: uh-huh. creatures. Oh, animatronic. They, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He He moved just like them. You know, he'd sort of shuffle both arms up in a erotic way and then look to the left and then look to the right and then speak. It was, he could have been at Disney world. It was frightening. Oh.
0: I can't say that's in any way a surprise because that, yeah. that's always how he's been. And I honestly think that's one of the reasons why Mr. Trump picked him to be his VP back in the day. Cause it's like, you know, wouldn't
1: challenge him. Right. Yeah.
0: Exactly. A, a person without charisma is exactly what Trump would want. Someone who, who's never going to steal the spotlight from him. People
1: say he's good in person. I don't know. I haven't seen him in person. So, good you know, in, you know, one on one. On one. Unlike um, yeah. DeSantis, who's the opposite.
2: So. let's yeah. not forget that he did win a he did win multiple races. Like he, governor, he has yeah. the the ability to win like a, like the governorship of a state, you know? Yep. Like he must have some he had a hidden radio well show of, at one point. Of, uh, yeah he he has charisma. It's just I have no idea where it is. <laughs> well, I think he's awkward in those positions
1: or something. But you know, Maybe. you don't want that for your president. No. You want somebody who can just speak and and move people. I think. But,
0: I honestly, I think it uh, kind of it's it it speaks to a like a like some kind of weird cognitive social difference between you know left wingers and right wingers cuz we look at people like Mike Pence or you know back when I was a very small child uh, Richard Nixon you know I'd see him on TV and I was just like there's something wrong with that grown up you know but Richard Nixon got tens of millions of votes twice you know to be president actually three times he lost in 1960 but you know he got a lot of people voting for him and backing him and just how well, he went back but how do you? Coach. I'm, I'm just saying, like, how do you look at Richard Nixon and not see someone, you know, you, someone who if you shook hands with him, you should count all your fingers afterwards, you know, because like I could see that as like a as a three or four year old. And I can tell you, and, well, he
1: was he was but, pretty dark by the yeah. time he left office, well, you know, but, and they coached true. him because he lost badly. And then he went and got a lot of coaching around how to appear and how to yeah. how to pretend to be human. And he, yeah.
0: you know, he carried it off enough. Well, I'm just saying like, it's the same kind of thing. Like, what do people see when, you know, what did, What were people looking at when they see Richard Nixon or Donald Trump or Ted Cruz or Ron DeSantis or Mike Pence? Like, uh, you look have, at all these guys, you I'm like, what, you, what do you want to vote? Uh, I have, I'm, I know I've seen Tim <laughs> Scott interviewed. I don't remember him making any kind of an impression on me.
1: Yeah, he's very personable. He's very he's he's good on his feet. He's very good. Huh. He was on the view. He did a pretty good job with him.
0: He's also I apparently, mean they didn't agree with him. It, I, what but I think he, is he, one thing I think is unusual and interesting about him, or certainly, you know, noteworthy is apparently he's a virgin because he doesn't believe in sex before marriage and he's never been married.
1: I have never heard that. And, and apparently I he took doubt a period that it's true. Huh. I,
0: I I believe he's made statements about the importance of, of, you know, abstaining before marriage, and I don't believe he's been married. I, you know, I don't actually know the details of his personal life. He may well have. We
1: should double check you know. that before we spread that one.
0: Checking now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm like, okay, I need to look into this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't act like a Catholic priest. Can I put it that way? Sure. not <laughs> really. He, he doesn't need to act like
0: a Catholic priest. I'm just, you know, there's that whole, uh, you know, save it for marriage strain that's certainly in American yeah. Protestantism as well. Oh, you would love the story so, yeah. that
1: Chris Christie told during oh, yeah. his, uh, his announcement. He said oh, Pat- Mary yeah. Patterson. Mar- the, this this He's is a bit of two. the
0: good news as far as Pete okay. is concerned. Chris Christie is running for president. Yay! Right. Um. So, uh, did you get the the scoop on Tim Scott? I did. Yeah. <laughs> so,
2: uh, the poly- this is from a Slate um article called "Tim Scott's Purity Culture." Um. The Uh And one of the paragraphs is the politician's public claims of virginity date back to the to the early and mid 90s when he was running for city council in Charleston, South Carolina, often described in more recent coverage as a proud, quote unquote, 30 year old virgin. Scott earned the support of the National Abstinence Education Association. I didn't know that was a thing. And later went on to co-sponsor the Abstinence Education Reallocation Act, which would have funded abstinence education and called for teaching the, quote unquote, skills needed to resist the negative influences of the pervasive sex-saturated culture. The bill went nowhere. Uh, But he can Hmm. no longer claim to be a virgin, it seems. After he was appointed to the Senate in 2012, the National Journal asked him if he was sticking to his pledge of abstinence, and he said, not as well as I did then. He was 46. (laughs) Okay. He still hasn't changed his mind about sex before marriage, but yeah, not as well as he did then. Good, yeah. for, okay. confused, yeah.
0: Scott. Thank, <laughs> Good for you, Scott. Thank, right. thank you for the correction. But <laughs> So he was at one point 30 years ago, but he was publicly on record of going like, nope, virginity is the way to go. And that's what I am. Okay. Yep. All right.
1: So, so um, Chris Christie, you should listen to this yourself because he tells the story much better than I'm going to tell you. But he says, Mary Pat always cringes when I tell this story in public. And he said, I'm a Catholic. He's a Catholic. And he was, I think, 18 or 19. And he, um, the priest started not doing confession behind the screen anymore. You had to do it face to face. And he was, in, he was in doing his um, confession. And he went through all the normal things that you go through when you're that age. And then he, he said, Father, I have to ask you, um, do, do, does somebody have to confess to premarital sex? And of course the audience in the meeting where he's announcing his presidency, you could just hear people gasp. Right. Yeah. And he said, so father said, well, you only want to confess to things that you're not going to do again and that you really can contri- you know, you're sorry for, and that you're sorry that you did it. And, um, and then, the father said to him, "So, is there anything else you'd like to confess?" And he said,
0: "Nope." <laughs> <laughs> and that was the
1: that was the story. And people were cringing in his presidential announcement. So it's hilarious, it very funny. <laughs> <laughs> was, that is
0: a very cute story. funny. Yeah, that is yeah, hilarious. Was, and you
1: could you could tell that his wife was just horrified. That of he, course, you know, no, yeah, because no. they're, they're good Catholics, right? So, funny, anyway.
0: shut up. Yeah, no, that. <laughs> That's very human. <laughs> yeah, it was, and he was talking about how you you
1: really—that's why we, we, in the part where he was saying that he wouldn't pardon Trump because he said Trump will never be, you know, have contrition about what he's done. He just isn't in him. It's just not.
0: Yeah.
1: Not going to happen. He's never going to admit that he, you know, was guilty of something. So. Yeah. Not not happening. But so very yes, interesting I, if you. I was going to say, imagine the town hall on Monday night. CNN's doing a town hall with him. It'll be, it'll probably be fun actually to watch, because he has a lot to say about you know yeah. Trump and the things courage, that he's right? done. Yeah. Well, and he, he's he's explaining that he made a mistake in supporting the guy, mm-hmm. and that like like the generals, he was he was trying to, once he realized he was going to win, he he was trying to make sure he was the best candidate he could be, and then he gave him you know COVID during the debate prep so yeah he you know he just it's a good explanation you know you may or may not like chris christie but it's it's he's a good storyteller so it's entertaining you know it's a lot easier to watch than the pence and nikki haley was okay she was pretty good in her town hall she was actually pretty watchable but she said some awful things she said that um she doesn't believe in red flag laws and that surprised me yikes and she She said that we don't we don't trust yeah. the government to make
0: those decisions, and she doesn't care for trans folk very much either. But um, well,
1: she doesn't understand that. It was very interesting. She doesn't understand healthcare and um, yeah. and sort of medicine, and I I was surprised by that because I you know I just hadn't seen her in that kind of situation where she had to answer a follow up question. But she's very smooth and you know very consistent in her views. But yeah, good point. Yeah. And there's some North Dakota governor I don't know anything about who's in the race.
0: Well, uh, that's a thing we can always pick up again in the second half of the show. But we do need to take take a moment to play some PSAs, promos, and station IDs here on, on Civil Politics and Valley Free Radio. Please don't go away. We'll be right back. Our incredible reference services there to help you answer particularly vexing problems. All of this is free, locally available at 20 West Street in Northampton. So come by and check us out in person or at www.forbeslibrary.org or call 587-1011 for more information. And we're back with civil politics here on Valley Free Radio. WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm still Michael Dow. I'm still doing the show with Sue and genre. And Hello. Uh, hey, so uh, breaking news as we record this on Thursday night, uh, uh, federal charges have been filed against former President Trump at the courthouse in Miami, uh, and Mr. Trump is supposed to show up there, I think, ah. on Monday, and uh, you know, a- enter a plea uh, Tuesday, but next week. Yep. <laughs> uh, good for him so uh <laughs> you know i i guess uh i guess they didn't listen to what mike pence had to say at the town hall they, so if they did like they didn't agree it. with him huh <laughs>
1: seven counts and it's on hmm. the
0: documents right and it's in miami it's the special say? counsel who was uh uh set up because of the classified documents case yes And I I think they filed in Miami because, of course, that's certainly a a nearby federal jurisdiction to Mar-a-Lago, where where the crimes took place. So they probably better than West Palm.
2: They they actually like wouldn't know like um did the grand jury and everything in D.C. But um, they chose to file charges in Florida because they're anticipating they were anticipating a change of venue request. So wow. just getting that out of the way.
1: Oh, so they um, they just short circuited it. Very mm-hmm. smart. Yeah.
2: They're just like, he's going to do this anyway. We we might as well go to Florida for this. And so get it done. And, and so they did. Yeah. yeah so good. That's it's smart. If they have a if they have a solid case and they don't have to worry about like jury if the jury like making the last decision, then this that is a really good idea.
0: Well, also, you know, I'm sure there are plenty of people who are. Hardcore Trump partisans in Florida, but I'm sure mm-hmm. there are plenty of people who aren't. I'm sure what they can northerners in Florida, right? I'm sure they can find a jury of people who aren't, you know, deranged uh, in their views uh, in any particular direction in Florida. I mean, admittedly, it's Florida; it'll be a challenge, but <laughs> you know, there's tens of millions of people down there. Some of them have to not be crazy, right?
2: Yeah, right. I mean the the, right? the thing is like it, like when they I they can impanel
0: alligators too, right? I mean it's yeah, not well, just yeah.
2: <laughs> new Florida, law, yeah. But um the the the, the
0: major did thing you hear is about that, that this crocodile
1: is crocodile that did parthenogenesis and is having babies without a partner. Never mind. Yes, actually, science the science news this past week.
2: Sorry, uh, I I, was, I I'm gonna, Things happen in Florida. <laughs> I'm going to say this um i i learned that because i was on a a reddit um called uh, i will not say what's called it's like joke jokes and someone uh, shared a tweet that said that had that story and uh, that said like the, the alligator had a like had like a virgin birth or something and then someone said yep. someone make sure that, that that baby alligator doesn't look like one of the zoo keepers <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah okay <laughs>
2: well some of
1: the r- religious strange people are gonna try and make it jesus now so oh,
2: Croc okay. crocodile jesus okay crocodile jesus just sun yourself on your Sorry. back be chill eat monkeys or whatever <laughs> those are wait anyway um uh so Miami and yeah the indictment uh, of
1: Trump in Florida
2: I don't know where in Florida like what what court in Florida but it's just the the major thing is 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 less about the jury and more about Trump's um penchant to want to have uh want to have his day in court in in his area like he he tried to have a change of venue in um when when he was indicted in Manhattan you know, he tries to have a change of venue. Like if he doesn't like where it is and you think that there's any reason why it might not go his way, he'll want to change. So if it's in Florida, that's where he lives. So if someone – so if he says, we want to change a the venue, then they'll say, you live here. Why? You know?
0: Yeah.
1: Well, and some of the crimes were committed there, obviously, when the people were moving the boxes and all exactly. that stuff. So. And I don't know the federal court system there. do you know the the tenor of the federal system there, like the appeals court and all that i don't I don't
0: know no idea in, yeah, absolutely no nope. idea um a number of justices were appointed by Mr. Trump himself, so uh you know it could be interesting, but that's that's a few years down the road. I mean, yeah, you know, like Mr. Trump will be in court next week answering the charges uh you know, they won't be locking him up or anything like that after that. They'll they'll release him on his own recognizance. And uh, the earliest I think we'd see any kind of action happening, any kind of actual trial proceedings happening would be, I don't know, next spring. Because, you know, there'd be oh, months... Right, to, right in the
1: middle of all the primaries. <laughs> right.
0: And I could easily see... Uh, I, I don't think it'd be crazy for the, uh, for Trump's attorneys to, uh, uh, file for and get, um, you know, delays, continuances. Thank you. You know, because there's a lot, you know, there'll, there'll be a lot of information to, to sort through and, you know, preparing the case, you know, even in a, even in completely legitimate prosecutions with, you know, people who have a you know, who are indeed innocent. Nevertheless, it takes a while to prepare in a complicated case like this. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if it takes a while, especially because also you, he's got other court cases. So they're all having sort of a jockey for his attention. He's the first yeah. president to
2: that I know of to be indicted on both federal and
0: um, state charges. So they, that's fun. Yeah. That's my understanding as well. <laughs> And, That's uh, great, and I strongly suspect there'll be charges in Georgia before the end of the summer.
1: Jesus, yep, and more charges in Washington for the sedition.
0: Yeah, oh that God. also wouldn't surprise me.
1: Yeah. Did you hear you probably didn't hear what Pence said about they asked him about mass shootings. You'll see in a second why this is related. Oh, and God, he no, went around and talked about all different stuff. But his big his big um announcement was he wants to change the law so that if you're a mass shooter, you can be executed within one year of the crime. That you'll have an expedited trial. And it's just all this crazy stuff, which, you, you know, you can't do that. Everybody gets their fair defense and all that. It, it, and he's like, well, it would, it, would, um, it would be a disincentive to do mass shootings. And the announcer said, but a lot of mass shooters get killed at the end or shoot themselves. It's actually a suicide. And he yeah. said, well, I don't know about that. But, you know, this, we want to be able to put them to death by the end of the year after they do a mass shooting. It was, it was so out of touch. With, well, so, you know, all the, he's a lawyer, too. He should know better.
2: Oh, he, he I mean, the death penalty doesn't really isn't really a deterrent anyway. So especially if you're suicidal. Exactly. <laughs> right. Like if you're if you're deciding to do something like that, you're not thinking you're going to come out of it alive. Like this is no, a one way ticket. Death you by, know?
0: Death also, by policemen. also, honestly, if he's really serious about his Christian faith, shouldn't we be crucifying people? I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, no,
1: not necessarily.
0: No, oh. oh, okay.
1: Well. So, I w- so I don't think he'd apply the same thing to, you know, presidents that try and do sedition or t- take documents and share them with people they shouldn't have. He doesn't want him to have a fast trial. He just wants mass shooters to have a fast trial. It, is, uh, yeah. but it was very bizarre. It was like a bizarre moment in the Pence town hall. So this is, this is interesting news. So I guess he's going to appear on Tuesday.
0: Yeah. And we'll wow. see, and we'll see where this goes. Um, it, you know, it, I, I gotta say, uh, the fellow at, at CNN who, uh, was running the network, Chris Licht, I guess, has just been fired. Uh, but, um, well, the, the, Partly whole, over the Trump town meeting, right? Yes. And, mm-hmm. and I think deservedly so, but I, I do, uh, you know, the idea of like, well, let's give Mike Pence a chance to stand in front of an audience for an hour and talk and then see what we think. I mean, I understand the logic of it. I just, I think, th- sorry, this is a thing I was just thinking about a bit, but I, I, I think fundamentally uh, Mr. Licht uh, didn't really have a chance of succeeding in his mission of making CNN more more broadly watched to increase its its viewership uh for the simple reason that I just don't think people are watching cable TV news in the same way at all, anyways. So I I just, you know, I, I, I think I think the tide is receding and his attempts to uh uh court certain currents of viewership, you know, say like, no, you right wingers, you want to watch this. It's like they're they're not interested in watching too much, you know, uh network T V well, anyways. And the ones who they, are they, like they're gonna watch the ones who are absolutely catering to them. So you know you've well, just got the night
1: of uh, the yeah. Trump Town Hall they did they did get incredible viewership way above the other stations. It's yeah like three point five million
2: night. people. Yeah. Um which yep. is like one of their highest of the year uh, yeah understandable, yeah. you know like well
1: and it was you know watch you want the car crash. You wanna, you know? Watch the car crash, exactly. So, I'm, I'm watching, I think we said this when we were off the air, but I'm watching News Nation. I watch all the news stations, as you all know, and I was saying before, Fox is kind of promoting RFK at the moment for some unknown reason. You guys <laughs> could guess why. But News Nation's interesting because I don't know who's behind it, but it's got a feel of like Fox plus MSNBC, but they're very careful not to put up opinions. They they, they really, I saw one of the um, anchors the other day actually asked them to change the um, the scroll at the bottom because she felt it was not it was an opinion and it wasn't the fact of what was going to happen. It was a case about immigrants getting bused to California and what the state's thinking of charging the either it was DeSantis or um, Abbott of Texas with. And she asked them to change the scroll and they did. I was amazed Speaking of TV. And Uh-oh. I think they're trying really hard to to be a neutral News source. I mean, but you're right. Nobody watches appointment TV anymore.
0: Eh. Well, they certainly don't watch it at the time, I think, for the most part, because, you know, they can watch it later. You know, on demand. I would push back a little bit on that. Um, You're right that a
2: lot of people are getting their news, like, from online and um, especially, like, with uh, Substack and Twitter and and everything, like, getting news delivered in a, in a in that manner, but there are there are times when that isn't enough when when you have to go to a like if you have access to it or like you go to their website, you go to that site so you can see the coverage like as it's happening or you have like a panel or something, especially like if you're watching debates, you can't just go on like you can go on for clips but you don't get like more of a story i think i think the thing is if you if we had a solid news station that that presented the news in a any factual but um in a manner that drew people in but uh it was um but wasn't like cnn just begging for ratings and it wasn't like fox or msnbc that has like their agendas or anything like that it could like people would watch i think i think more people would watch i think the it, it wouldn't be as high as like let's say like 30 years ago when they were get millions and millions of views because those like a bunch of those viewers would be bled off into the internet but there are there are people that would that would tune in for at least like a show or a news hour or something i think
1: i do for debates definitely Although uh, if yeah. I can see them on c c span I usually do that and then i switch to another channel to see what NPR is saying about it the analysis and then you know i go to fox and c n n and m s n b
2: c just to see the different flavors but i do that in real time or i tape it the main thing yeah. is that the the main the main the main thing is that the the cable news especially like c n n um but like cable news in general
1: th-
2: uh and really journalism in general for for a lot of places like that you it's not adapted to how the world is now it's finally getting adapted like people are figuring out how to monetize things without like upsetting like readers or anything like that like more and more but um stuff like uh like npr has kind of a good handle on it but they don't have to worry about video um but yeah that if c n n actually had someone that could rebrand them and could push them into a different area' and they can just forge their own their own name again, you know like c n n it used to be a, a a source that you could trust, you know to go like a, to. A, yep, yeah, i I used to go to c n n like to to see but now it's like, oh okay, cool, you know, like whatever, but if they got back to that, at least they'd be a source that people would go to. Like they'd be like, here's the, the damn- CNN article or here's like, like they would say, like, here's this Atlantic article. Here's this slate. Here's yeah. this Politico, you know, like something like that. Um, and by the way, uh, News Nation is owned by Nextstar and it's, uh, and it has a lot of ownership with the Tribune company. Oh, interesting. So that, but it's yeah. a next, it's a wholly owned by Nexstar. Um, that corporation, uh, I think Nexstar owns, I think they own the CW now, yeah, they smaller yeah. yeah, they're there. Yeah. No, I mean, like the station, like the CW, yeah. like across the nation. Like, I think they they own, they bought that from uh Viacom, but it's
0: oh, so they're yeah, the ones NBC. who canceled all the uh Arrow superhero shows, yes. Oh, huh, well, oh, so you guys, don't like <laughs> <Yeah. them. laughs>
2: I mean, I stopped watching the Arrow first like after after a crisis, but um, the, uh, they, they're basically trying to make it more profitable. You know, they're, they're canceling their more um, expensive shows, getting shows from overseas, like overseas, quote unquote, like Canada, they, they have like a couple shows from Canada and the, and the UK that they're rebroadcasting. You know, it's cheaper.
0: Hmm. They're,
2: they're basically (laughs) making, making the CW worse somehow um but anyway <laughs> but back to mutation. cnn i think uh yeah, i think I'm, that they they could find an audience i think there is an audience that could you they use like at the very least like usa today like it's just cnn you just have it on you know like in airports yeah. and everything like that's they should really just lean into that like just be news and be yeah. factual and have anchors that will Make it interesting, you know, um, which they have they have a few anchors that do that anderson cooper does that is is really good at that um, I'm glad that Don Lemon is gone, that was a good yeah don lemon give, he's, give he's no no mm, no yeah. um yeah he, it's it, yeah that that was a good choice on on their part, but yeah, I think just um, so I don't repeat my yeah, I think there's a there's a there's an audience for them, they just need to adapt to the current climate the current media climate better
1: well maybe they will maybe the next one will the next change agent will last a little longer and do maybe. a little better but i i watched Honestly, CNN I the first it. time for the the first iraq war i mean that was amazing to have that it break on the
0: air yeah yeah it and, was they were they were they were really uh, unusual at the time Mm-hmm. And they A did that this week with network. What the hell is that? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, with the
1: with the dam breaking this week in um, in uh, Ukraine. Ukraine.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah where the some. Russians
1: blew up. Well, they think the Russians blew up the dam. Yeah, they they covered that live. That was, was amazing. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and that's true. That's yeah. like you want to see what's going on breaking. Yeah, and that you know CNN has people all over the world. They actually do have you know yep. extensive news covering operations around the world. And that's not cheap, so yep. I I I can see why you know they'd be worried about revenue. But I, um, if I remember correctly, CNN is part of the same sort of general network conglomeration that uh, includes like Warner Brothers and HBO and everything else. And yes, uh, you know, right. So um,
2: it was Ted Turner's, but he sold it. So. Um, it he sold CNN it. CNN is part
0: yeah. of Warner Brothers
2: Discovery now.
0: Right. So uh, the same people who said, oh, yes, we've got a $90 million Batgirl movie that is basically (laughs) done, but we're just going to scrap it and put it on the shelf and never show it to anybody ever so we can get a big tax write off. And we're going to take a show that won us a bunch of awards that we just finished airing the final season, Westworld, and we're just going to take that off and never, ever show it again. Uh, on HBO and so forth. And I think that kind of cost cutting logic, um, I, I don't think I don't think that's it's ever going to be comfortable. Counters, right. Well, here's the thing. Beans need to be counted if you're living on beans. But um you know, like like beam counting is not in inherently a bad thing, but it becomes pejorative when it's like, look, you're you're worried about like, you know, you're you're keeping track of, you know, you're being penny wise and pound foolish or and that kind of thing. And I think it's fundamentally CNN has the problem of any news organization. It takes a lot of effort. You know, you have to put out a lot of money, pay a lot of people to go out there and gather news and whatnot. And it's not something that can necessarily come quickly, easily or at a reliable timetable like, you know. Oh, we've got an, you know, I have I heard an interesting rumor about, uh you know, uh Donald Trump secretly being a Martian. Well, that sounds ridiculous. Yeah, but I got a source at the Pentagon. Okay, well, let me know when he gets back to you. And how long is it gonna take for you to develop that's what the source at the Pentagon even gets back to you and what they say and whatever, you know, who knows how long that story is gonna take to develop, even though, you know, yeah, no, I made it up. Trump is not actually an alien, that's ridiculous. But you know, like that turns to right, but that turns to lead to something interesting <laughs> about like, oh, but there's this thing that uh, you know, because I asked these questions at the Pentagon, I found out this interesting thing about, you know, like graft and corruption in the strategic defense initiative and you know, whatever. So, you know, who knows how long a story takes to develop and whatnot. And if you're only concerned with counting the beans and making sure you've got regular fat dividends to throw off to the uh, investors and owners and you know give yourself a big fat bonus you know an operation like c n n that uh has these bigger costs and isn't getting you know huge ratings uh is going be it's going to be very attractive to cut it down or cut it to pieces, even though I suspect it's probably Profitable, it's probably making money, but you know, Here's just because something is making money, that, that doesn't mean that, that, that doesn't mean that they want to like stick with it because it's not necessarily making enough money. Anyway, yeah,
2: so, uh, proper yeah. news, um, news like they they would have to dump money into it. It could not be a profitable or thing, and especially with uh, the new owners of of WB, um, they're they're looking to cut a lot of fat to make the the acquisition acquisition, profitable, Sue, what were you going to ask me? Mm-hmm. So um, before we go to
0: SCOTUS and Sojourner Truth in Florence, if we get that in tonight. Yeah, we've got um, another five minutes or so, but we can at least touch on those. So go ahead.
1: just a quick CNN question for genre. So why couldn't they go all, you know, go all in on the news and turn around and sell their, their video streams to all the other stations?
2: To so what other stations? The,
1: like to you know, Fox and MSNBC and all those because those guys run that stuff. Why can't they make that the revenue stream that they share the video? They might not share it in the first ten minutes, but afterwards share it. You know, the that other, there would actually be a revenue stream. The other news they would stations. Sell the,
2: oh, I mean, the other sell, news stations have their own video streams. They they do their own stuff, which is yeah, cheaper.
1: Yeah, but but CNN has a worldwide. You know, they could be like Reuters
0: and um, UPS. UPI used to be. Associated is, Press. And, yeah, I was going to say Associated yeah. Press and Reuters. Well, yeah. You because
2: because you know, they, they don't because have those, those niches
0: are already covered.
2: Yeah. The the, the thing is that the um, – that sort of thing, they – Fox or MSNBC and everything like – especially MSNBC, they already have the infrastructure to get their own video and if you are – buying the 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 information the video from another source it's going to be very expensive and um a lot of a lot of things right now is they're bringing as much of everybody like in tv they're bringing as much as they can in-house in their own studios duplicating yeah they're all duplicating each other yeah so they they make their (laughs) only thing but we we only have like a couple minutes left (laughs) um
0: so mike you let's uh let's Can we mention the um, SCOTUS? Yeah, we can certainly mention uh, the really astonishing decision that came down today. Uh, John Roberts, Brett Kavanaugh, and the uh, three uh, uh, sensible left-wing justices uh, uh, all voted to uphold a uh, ruling out of Alabama that the state of Alabama was violating the uh, Voting Rights Act by only having one electoral district in the state that had a a majority of, of black inhabitants that really in order to comply with the voting rights act, they should have two of their seven. I think it is Mm because I think something like 25% of the state, uh, you know, the residents identify as African-American. And so, you know, they, they needed to have roughly proportional, um, and, you know Clarence Thomas especially struck back and hates the idea because you know as he as he points out you know as soon as you start saying like oh there's got to be racial quotas you can easily get into all kinds of other nonsense and it's not that what Mr Thomas was arguing is completely you know crazy or or wrong per se but it's just you know the reality is that there is racial discrimination happening in the way that voting districts are being drawn down in Alabama and uh, if you actually do believe in a society that doesn't discriminate on the basis of race, then you have to use the legal means available to address that. And uh, you know, overturning the lower court's ruling by by the Supreme Court would have been essentially endorsing that kind of racial discrimination. So. <laughs>
1: So that's really good because they've been saying if it's Democrats and Republicans, but they just happen to be black Democrats, it's okay. So that's really good. The Supreme Court. Exactly. Came down on the right side and it was Kagan and Sotomayor and who's the third?
0: Ketanji Brown Jackson. Yeah.
1: Oh, Ketanji Brown Jackson. Right. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Good job. That's good. Because they've done really five bad decisions the epa the does decision the new york guns oh, and yeah. they still have i think affirmative action to go right that's the last uh, one that they haven't yeah. decided yet yeah, yeah it's due in june so that's going to come down shortly so
2: you mentioned something about florence sue yeah
1: florence uh, mass just put up a historical plaque at the corner of pine and park street for sojourner truth There's going to be five plaques in the state, and we got one of them. So they put it right next to the statue we have here in Florence. And it's to commemorate her work on, you know, voting and all the other things that she did that were amazing.
0: Abolition, yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it's it's nice. So just went up this week, so if you have a chance, go see it. But they got a a grant from somewhere to um,
0: put it up. So it's very nice. Awesome. I love that statue, and it's right near where the station is, too, so...
1: Anyway. The radio station.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: It's like, what station is near that? Our station. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Our station. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I was thinking, like, bus station, train station. Right. You know, that's, I, never mind. <laughs>
0: Well, that's going to do it for civil politics tonight here on our station, uh, Valley Free Radio. <laughs> Coming up next on our station, Jeez. subculture, <laughs> followed by table of contents at 10 and OK Asia at midnight. Uh, we got a podcast you can listen to starting tomorrow morning, and we've got a repeat broadcast Monday at 4. Listen to us all over again. Thanks for listening to uh, Valley Free Radio Station. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Civil Politics is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com.